Welcome to The Conscious Investor. Let's get started. Welcome back to The Conscious Investor. I am so stoked. I've been waiting all day to have Michael Hamm on my show, and this is just making my podcast recording day extra special. Mike, thank you so much for coming to to this show. Well, thank you for having me. It's long overdue that I get onto your show after you came on to mine. I'm not, I know that you have a podcast day and I'm kind of all over the place and I record whenever, wherever, whatever. But um, I was actually, funny story, today, so today is September 2nd, and I was actually uh, putting together a little compilation video uh, of past episodes. So maybe like a mini trailer and you made it, you made the cut, you're in it. I made it. the cut? Yeah. Right. It was us joking about the fact that we talked for a half an hour at the beginning of my podcast. And we we were just talking about like a lot of different things. And then I said, it, you know, now that we're a half hour in, let's get started because we didn't really talk about any of the real estate stuff that we had come to talk about on that particular episode. But we did it. We made it. um, And now you're part of the you're part of the second trailer, I guess it would be. I feel, I feel so honored to be part of it. I love the morning spotlight. If you are listening to this, you need to make sure right now, grab your phone. Like you're probably at the gym working out, whatever, go back to, to wherever your phone is so that you can grab it, go to your podcast episodes and make sure you subscribe, follow all of the, everything for the Mike's um, podcast, the morning spotlight, because it's so fun and such a great way to launch your morning. Um, when I'm getting ready in the morning, oftentimes I have your show going because it's, you have so much positive energy and the flow that you have with your guests is so much fun also. And then your guests are fantastic. It's not just one type of person. You you get everybody and yeah. it's a lot of fun. Yeah, we are all over the place and we do have a lot of fun. There is somewhat of a loose structure to the whole thing, but um, that's what I like about it. We talk to a lot of different people about a lot of different kinds of stuff. We do real estate stuff on Tuesdays. We do a lot of different type of things on Thursdays, um, but it's just always so fun to have people, you know, and, and you know what else I think is funny? And it's funny that you say that we have the good energy and all that kind of stuff. Right. For the, for your listeners, and I said this on, on my show, my show was the first time that you and I ever actually had a, a face-to-face, Zoom-to-Zoom right. conversation. This is only the second time we've ever had a face-to-face, Zoom-to-Zoom conversation. And look at, I mean, we're vibing. This is this is how it works <laughs> when you get two great people on one episode. That is that is how that works, you know? So I guess the way we get, in, you know, face-to-face is we have to record podcast episodes together. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah, we just have to like keep churning out podcast episodes for the rest <laughs> of our lives. That way we could actually have conversations together. Right, exactly. I guess all the conversations have to be recorded and broadcasted. (laughs) Everyone needs to know how great these conversations are. That's right. It's legit. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I'm curious, Mike, like, tell them, I'd love for you to just give everybody a snapshot as to who are you? What do you do? Because honestly, I knew, I knew who you were for a while. But I didn't know what you did, which I think was funny. But then I learned what you did, you know, it kind of came right. It's so backwards. So anyway, but like, let's just let everybody get an idea of who you are, maybe what you've done in the past, because you've done some super cool stuff. And uh, I'll let you take it over. 
All right. So I am the coolest guy in title insurance. So really I sell are. title insurance. Yeah. Thank you. I sell you title, insurance. title insurance sexy, which is like, I don't even it's know impossible. how it's possible. Yeah. But it, you do it. They, they said it couldn't be done, but I did it. Yeah. You did. Right. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I, I sell title insurance for a living. I work for Fidelia National Title Group uh, here in our New Jersey direct operation offices. Uh, I am now four years officially into this job. Uh, before this, I was a college baseball coach for about five years. So obviously we went a complete 180 on the whole career path thing, um, which was interesting. And the, the change was, uh, a little bit hard to take, you know, cause I had done, played baseball my whole life and coached baseball for a while. And then, like you said, title insurance, not the sexiest subject of the real estate industry. And obviously I came in with no background in real estate. So I was really starting from zero, um, but through networking and, doing some different things that I've done. And now over the last year plus uh, with the podcast, I mean, I've been able to kind of expand the network even more, meet some great people, do some different things like that. Um, but that's kind of, that's like the 30,000 foot view. I sell title insurance. I, you know, was a former college baseball coach. I'm a podcaster. I do a lot of different things. Um, but that's, that's kind of me in a nutshell as of right now. Yeah. Oh, I love that it's as of right now, like right. the future, you know, to be continued. Exactly. <laughs> you got to leave them in suspense. You know, right. I, I don't know what's going to happen in the future, you know, so we got to just take it one day at a time and make the most of every single day. That's all you got to do. Can we just say that like, amen, get on the mountaintop and preach that, please, because <laughs> everybody wants to have their life and tomorrow I'm going to do this. And I yep. meal planned on Sunday and all of my <laughs> meals are in these cute little containers for the entire week and I'm going to eat at these specified times and I yeah. oh man so yeah. clinical how about I'm just gonna survive the day live the day yeah. my girlfriend texted me uh she, she was at her parents this afternoon and she was coming back she's like what do you want for dinner and I was like I have no idea I mean like I have Julie's podcast coming up here in a little bit that's, that's all, all I'm thinking I can about, think about you know so we'll worry about dinner at dinner time we'll figure it out yeah <laughs> definitely for sure all right I have to go to into that subject of baseball coach Okay. Yep. Let's just go there. How did you end up being a baseball coach? I mean, that's a pretty big deal to become a college, you know, level collegiate level baseball coach. Yeah. Um, so I played baseball my whole life, played baseball in college. Um, I had transferred from one school to another after my sophomore year, um, took a semester off in the fall of like what would have been my junior year and then started at TCNJ down in Trenton, uh, in the spring of 2011, I guess that was. So, um, so started at TCNJ was playing baseball there, did my junior year, my senior year. I had a semester go semester to go in the fall, um, after I had, you know, finished my playing career. And, uh, so we didn't have a pitching coach my senior year at, in college. And I was like, I'm going to be here. And I think this could be something that I could be good at. My dad had coached me my whole life. So I kind of saw how he did it. And I, you know, kind of got an idea of, you know, how to be a coach and all that. You're like, stuff it's in my blood. Right. Exactly. And, um, you know, and I knew everybody on the team cause I literally just played with them and it was a little bit odd because I was living with four seniors on the team. So they, they, when they were going out to parties, I was like, I have to stay home. I can't go with you guys, which kind of <laughs> yeah, but I, didn't, I mean, it would be bad, a bad look if I was like out at a party with the whole team, you know, drinking <laughs> or doing whatever. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so did that in the fall. Cause the head coach decided to give me a shot in the fall. He's like, if you do, if you do well, we'll keep you on for the spring. And I did well, kept me on for the spring. Of course. You um, did. that's yeah, exactly. Um, that summer 
I was out recruiting and I saw um, uh, the first school that I was at, the assistant coach that was there, uh, he got the head coaching job that summer. And he was like, hey, I need a new assistant. And I was a volunteer at TCNJ. So obviously volunteer mean I was making zero dollars. Um, you and didn't then, love that? I mean, no. you weren't doing it. Just, I mean. <laughs> well, at some point, I mean, I need to be able to like feed myself. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah I mean, it's, it, it gets overrated. tough. Right. Yeah. Because uh, mom and dad were like, uh, are you ever going to be an adult at any time? You know, because like, <laughs> we got to figure it out. So the, the first job, the job that I got after the TCNJ job, I was technically part time, but working a lot. Um, and I was making $8,000 a year. So I was crushing it at that Dude, point. You were a baller. Yeah. Um, so then, uh, that, so I did that for a year, the following summer, I was actually working at a camp, uh, out at Stanford university. I was working one of their camps and the guy that I worked for called me and was like, Hey, there's a grad assistant job opening up at St. John Fisher in Rochester, New York. I know the guy I used to work with him up there. Um, they need a grad assistant. I think this, if you don't take this job, you're stupid. And so I did a phone call interview with the guy, the, the, you know, who became my next boss. Um, and he was like, yeah, you want to come up? We'll do a, you know, two day interview basically. So I went up there, did the interview, did the whole thing, got that job. So I was a grad assistant. So I got a free MBA and got paid $10,000. So then you could imagine we were just like rolling in dough. Oh um, yeah. You could imagine it, the, it my, yeah, right. You could imagine <laughs> my living situation making $10,000. I was living with three other guys in this house that was a bomb. We had, there was, I mean, the first, uh, second night I was there, there was a bat in the house, um, which was obviously, you know, not great. Um, and then towards <laughs> the end of that two and a half year span, there were rats living outside. I mean, it was, it was not great. Um, but finished the, finished the MBA. So I, I have an MBA, which is, which is great. Um, and then was trying to figure out what I wanted to do with life. I mean, I, I knew, I thought that maybe I wanted to use the MBA because I had worked hard to get it. And obviously, you know, I had scratched and clawed my way to that point in life. Um, and then I just kind of, I don't know, I, like I, couldn't really find anything. I thought maybe I wanted to stay up there in Rochester, did some job interviews, wasn't working out. Eventually I was basically living on an air mattress on my buddy's living room floor. Um, and was like, I just, I need to hit the reset button. Um, so I moved back home. Uh, I had two assistant coaching job offers, <clears throat> excuse me. And, uh, both were going to pay 30 grand. They were going to be full-time. So I get health benefits and all that kind of stuff. But I was like, is this the life that I want to keep leading? And I had a lot of fun coaching. We did some great things. My last year up at Fisher, we made the college world series. We had kids get drafted, all that kind of stuff. So we, I was, I mean, I was good at it. Um, but at the right. same time, like the summers sucked because you're just on the road constantly recruiting. I would basically drive back and forth on the New York State Thruway every day, like three hours wow. there, three hours, three hours to Albany, three hours back out to Syracuse, out to uh, Buffalo, down to Binghamton, all these different places down to Jersey, Pennsylvania. Um, so it was just a lot. And then um, it was around the holidays of 2016 when I had moved back. And, uh, I was just like, I don't know what I want to do. I knew I didn't want to do holiday help or something at Macy's, you know, cause it was around the holidays. Um, so I just called up this indoor sports facility near where my parents live. And I said, Hey, uh, I could do some lessons. So they asked for my resume. They're like, well, you're a college baseball coach that has an MBA. Do you want to run our business? And I said, yes. Wow. Right. So I became the director of operations at this, uh, smaller family run business, um, uh, in Lake Apacon, New Jersey. Uh, it was not a great fit. 
uh, for a variety of reasons. And I was only there for about eight months. Um, and I was living at home at the time and I was like overworked, stressed out, miserable. Um, and, uh, my father who now is our, um, regional counsel at the company that I work for knew that the company was looking for more sales reps. So he was like, I know you're miserable at this job. Would you be interested in maybe getting an interview and like seeing if you like it? So I said, sure. Cause it would have been any other job at that point in time would have been fine. I would have taken it. <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> I will take the seasonal job at Gap. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I did not even care. Um, so did the interview, got the job. Um, my first couple months, I mean, you mentioned about title insurance. I was just like, what did I get myself into? And I always used to make what fun of my is dad. This? Yeah. I used to make fun of my dad. My dad's worked in title insurance for 35 plus years. And I always used to make fun of him. I'm like, you just sound like you have the most boring job in the history of jobs. Um, and he's regional counsel. So he's dealing with like big commercial real estate projects, you know, casinos in Atlantic city, big, uh, industrial warehouses, different things like that. Um, and, uh, yeah, so then I, it took me a few months to kind of figure out my approach to what I wanted to do and how I wanted to do it. Um, picked up some mentors along the way, which was really important early on. Um, and now here we are four years in and just crushing it. Oh my gosh. So did you, I just have to ask, did you listen to some JT? Like I'm bringing sexy back. Like (laughs) I'm, I'm totally going to make this the coolest thing ever. (laughs) Yeah. Well, honestly, the coolest guy in title insurance thing did not really start until, or I didn't really lean into that until last year when I started the show. Um, Mm -hmm. I happened to be a guest on another podcast. And as we were talking and I had already been running the show for a few months at that point, and he was, he said to me, you know, like, I, I feel like, I mean, I said, I've met a few guys, people in title insurance. So you have to be the coolest guy in that industry. And I was like, oh, I'm using that, you know? So like now like, I'm the yes, coolest I guy am. in title. Don't, right. And don't you know it? <laughs> exactly. So, but it was always something that maybe like I had um, been doing, uh, you know, the way my approach and my style and who I networked with and how I networked and how I did different things, um, but never really knew exactly what it was that I was doing. So, um, I think last year was obviously really important because it kind of was a mindset shift type type deal. Um, and it gave, you know, sitting at home all the time, especially early on in 2020, it just gave you a lot of time to think like, what do you want from life? You know, what do you want from your job? What do you want from whatever? Um, and I just decided like, I'm just going to do whatever I want and see what happens. I mean, cause why not? <laughs> you know, I mean, like I saw some success my first couple of years um, and then, Obviously, last year was a gut punch for a lot of people in a lot of different industries. And I'm, I was similar. I had a terrible year last year. Um, but this year, I'm on pace to have my best year yet. So it's all kind of, you know, it seems like it's working. Um, TBD on the future. So uh, we'll let you know. Yeah. Yeah. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. You know, there's so much truth to that, though, about leaning into um, what my friend Monica, um, she has a podcast uh, called authentic. If you're not listening to that, you also need to add that to your repertoire. But she's a recent episode and she's talking about, you know, your dharma and just like leaning into that and letting that come about in your life. And it's, it's not having everything all planned out and perfect. And it's uh, accepting some of those changes that happen along the way to correct you, to get you to where you need to be. And sometimes you have to experience one thing in order to get to the next. And so exactly. like, and your life is completely like that. It's just living the life that's unfolding before you. 
Right. How yeah, exactly. Fun is that? It is. Yeah. And you know what it was, especially early on when I first started this job, when I had said to myself, self, what did you get yourself into? Because this is terrible. <laughs> I had no clients, no deals, no nothing. And I was just, I was miserable. Again, I was just sitting at my, uh, my parents' house in my childhood bedroom, just like <laughs> staring at my laptop like this, like, what do I do? I don't even know who to call. Like Dude, I didn't get I, trained. I, I didn't get leads. I didn't get anything. I, and it was one of those things too, where I um, was still trying to hold on to the old life. So I was like, maybe I'll do some baseball lessons on the side, make a couple extra bucks, kind of supplement my terrible base salary that I was getting. Um, mm-hmm. And then maybe a month or two in after I had met my first mentor, uh, Jack, and he's a, a big sales rep for Fidelity in New York City. And um, that was like, that that was the moment that I needed. I needed to meet him and be like, okay, I'm I'm all in here. Like one of my favorite quotes, and I'll give it to you here on Ask Me How I Know, um, is a Gandhi quote as told by Mike Cam. It's if you're gonna be a bear, be a grizzly. So if you're gonna do anything, you gotta be the biggest, most badass version of that thing that you possibly could be. And that's kind of when I decided, like, this is what I'm doing. Like, I'm not doing baseball lessons anymore. I'm not coaching mm-hmm. anymore. That's a past life was great, w- taught me a lot of things, met a lot of great people doing that. Um, but now we're here and now we're doing this. Oh, I love it. Oh my gosh. That's so powerful. And I think a lot of people want to play small and it's like, go big, go big or yeah. go home. Just do it. Yeah. hundred percent. You got yeah. it all in all the time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. That's funny. I was like t- telling my son. So we play some poker every once in a while. We haven't played for a while, but it's a fun game and there's so much strategy involved yeah. in it and so much psychology and everything. And so, you know, last year during the pandemic, it's like, you know, we need some other fun games and our kids are old enough to learn some of this and we don't know how to play. So it's, it's perfect. We're all, we're, <laughs> yeah, all, right. we're all winners. Okay. Yeah. You know, but that feeling of just, just put, put it all in, put it all in the pot and just go for it. <laughs> yeah. Go for it. What's the worst that can happen? You know, I mean, obviously like if you're, you know, uh, you know, compulsive gambler, obviously there's some terrible <laughs> things that can happen, but in this, in this thing, hey, you know, know like going guy. all in, yeah. <laughs> going out, going all in on a job, you know, nothing, right. nothing bad is going to happen. You know, you're either going to have success or you're going to fail. And even if you fail, it's not the end of the world. I mean, you're not going to like nobody's going to die, you know, selling going to be another job. There's another job out there. There's another job. There's going to be something that fits you and that is going to be like make the most of your skills, your skill set. You know, and I think that, you know, I've noticed that my skill set in this particular industry, while it may be different than the way a lot of people do this particular job, it still works because it's a little bit different. And the people that are getting sold to by people like me get the same exact thing every single time from different people. And then all of a sudden this walks in and I'm like, hey, title insurance. They're like, okay, the cool title insurance. Exactly. Let's talk title insurance. Yeah, exactly. Oh, I love it. Well, we're going to wrap up this segment and everyone remember that you're going to come back in the next couple of days and you're going to pick up, you know, where he's being conscious and intentional. And we're going to pick up some, you already dropped some mindset shifts, but we're going to dive in later this week into the mindset shift that you made that changed the world for you. So everyone listening, make sure you come back for those episodes. They're going to be dropped in the next couple of days. But like, what is the best way for everyone to connect up with you, Mike? Themorningspotlight.com. Themorningspotlight.com. That is the hub of all things Mike Camp. So you can connect with me on every platform that you can listen to the show. You could do that from there. You can connect with me anywhere I have a social media profile. You can link it from there. 
Um, and then you could listen to, you could even get uh, quotes on title insurance stuff. If you are in, if you need that, you could download my order form if you want to place an order, which we could do any state in the country. So, you know, if you listen to this and you're in real estate, go click that. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so the morning spotlight.com is the, is the hub of everything. Mike Ham. I love it to everyone listening right now. Remember, go check out, go check out all things. My cam, go to the morning Make sure that if the, you are enjoying the episode that you are going, that you are rating it, reviewing it, let us know what you're liking. And um, until next time, live big and love bigger. Overwhelmed by apartment syndication, but want to learn more? Let me help you press the easy button. Head over to 3keysinvestments.com and download Syndication Made Simple. I explain simply how the process works, who's involved, and how you can get started today. You're smart, and with this simple guide, you'll be able to understand the process. Head over to 3keysinvestments.com and download Syndication Made Simple.